When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an English lesson about sticky things. Stick. It is such a crazy word in English. We are going to be talking about stick as a noun, stick as a verb, stick as an adjective, stuck. We'll talk about some English phrasal verbs. Those are always tough. You can see there is a picture with a couple arrows. The one on the left is a popsicle stick, popsicles can be sticky. If you're listening to the podcast, you can't see this, but thank you for listening. A popsicle stick is one type of stick. In the other picture, that dog has a stick in his mouth. A stick is usually made from wood. It's often long and thin. So that is a noun. It's a thing. A stick is a thing. It can also be a verb. And when it's a verb in the past tense, we pronounce it stuck. So in English, the past tense of stick is stuck. And you can be stuck in traffic. The past tense of stick is stuck. You can be stuck in traffic. It can also be an adjective. So in that picture, you see two hands and it looks like something sticky has gotten on those two hands. Sticky is an adjective. It describes nouns. So those hands look very sticky to me. Sticky is when two or more things are pushed together and might be hard to pull apart. For those of you who are watching, it will help with a picture. So I'm going to stick my hands together. English phrasal verbs, don't you love them? So more like my fingers. My fingers are stuck together. Now my hands are stuck together and I'm going to pull them apart. I'm going to bring them further away from each other. For those of you who are listening on the podcast, I'm not sure what is on that person's hands. It could be chewing gum. It could be glue. We will talk about both of those things because both of those things are sticky. Four different types of tape we will talk about. And the first one is duct tape, duct tape. Some Americans think duct tape can fix everything. Duct tape is usually gray and is extremely sticky. I can read that again. And if you would like, you can practice your shadowing. You can repeat right after me or try to read that sentence right along with me. Two sentences there. Some Americans think duct tape can fix everything. Duct tape is usually gray 
and is extremely sticky. You can see that in the picture, it looks like there is some kind of pipe and duct tape is wrapped around that pipe. How about this type of tape? Not nearly as sticky. We call this painter's tape, painter's tape. It's usually blue, usually. And I have a couple sentences for you. One of the sentences has a lot of P's in it. It will help you practice your P's. Hope you don't have any dogs in the room. They might have gone crazy when I did that. That's a pop. I'm popping my mouth because we have a lot of P's coming up. Painter's tape is usually blue and not as sticky as duct tape. Painter's tape is meant to be pulled off. Lots of P's. I think the next one has even more P's. Are you ready for some P's? My mouth might have to pop a couple times because of these P's. Painter's tape is perfect for putting on things you don't want to accidentally paint. Painter's tape is perfect for putting on things you don't want to accidentally paint. And in the picture, you can see that it looks like they're painting something we might call a baseboard. So at the bottom of a wall, there might be a baseboard. We have two more types of tape to talk about. That's not easy to say. We have two more types of tape to talk about. Scotch tape. It is perfect for wrapping gifts. In the United States, we have a big holiday coming up called Christmas. Not every American celebrates Christmas, but a lot of them do. And a lot of people like to wrap presents for their family and friends. And the perfect tape to wrap presents with is scotch tape. Scotch tape is perfect for wrapping presents. I also have a new word for you. Transparent. I'm wondering how many people know the word transparent. Scotch tape is transparent. And transparent means you can see through it. So when you're wrapping gifts, you will wrap it with wrapping paper. And if you use scotch tape, you can't see the tape. You only see the wrapping paper. That is why scotch tape is great for wrapping presents. Painter's tape, probably not so much. You would see a lot of that blue tape and you wouldn't be able to see as much of the pretty wrapping paper, scotch tape. Scotch tape is the best. We also have something called packing tape. Packing tape. Packing tape is perfect for taping up boxes when you want to mail them. Packing tape is pretty sticky and perfect for taping boxes together before you mail them. Right at the bottom. That's what that sentence says. I will say it one more time. Packing tape is pretty sticky and perfect for taping boxes together before you mail them. Now let's talk about chewing gum. You might also hear it called bubble gum 
or simply gum. Very sticky. And it can be very frustrating if you get gum stuck to the bottom of your shoes. I do think I have a question for you here. Please let me know in the chat. Have you ever gotten chewing gum stuck to the bottom of your shoe? It can be pretty frustrating. I want to shake my fist in the air every time I get chewing gum stuck to my shoe. You know what else is sticky? That would be a Band-Aid. Band-Aids are great for putting over small cuts. An envelope. An envelope. The flap of an envelope is sticky. The flap. I have a sentence for you. You might lick the flap of an envelope before mailing it off. And I thought, use as many phrasal verbs as I can because native English speakers use them all the time. So right at the end, to mail off something, that might be a new English phrasal verb for you. I don't know, can we do that now? After uh, COVID, are we allowed to lick things? Or should we use a sponge to get the flap of the envelope wet? Yeah, so when I go walking in the woods, these things will sometimes stick to my shoes. We call these things burrs. Can you see them? Burrs. It's just like if somebody gets cold in English, they might say, ooh, burr, it's cold in here. But burrs are little things in the woods that can stick to your clothes, they can stick to your bootlaces. Burrs sometimes get stuck to my bootlaces when I walk through the woods. Burrs sometimes get stuck to my bootlaces when I walk through the woods. We also call these things hitchhikers. So you might hear burrs for those little things, or you might hear them called hitchhikers. Does anybody know what a hitchhiker is? in English. You don't see as many hitchhikers on the roads as you used to. When I was a kid, I saw more hitchhikers. So you can say that. Instead of saying in my childhood, you can say, hey, when I was a kid, there were more hitchhikers on the road. A hitchhiker will stick. There's that word stick. A hitchhiker will stick their thumb out on the side of the road they are hoping to get picked up. They're hoping for a ride. On some roads in the United States, that is illegal. Most of our freeways, most of our highways, it is illegal to walk on the road. If you saw the English lesson I did last year, at about this time, it was, it was the night after I stayed in that hotel with the sticky menu, I was walking along a highway and the police stopped me. Oh, I might not be able to walk along the highway. The police are stopping me. Hello. Um, I just saw some deer uh, there and I wanted to get them on camera. Deer? Yes, sir. Okay, you can't walk on the highway. Oh, I'm sorry. It's illegal because you can get killed. So. That's true. Have you seen that English lesson? where the police stopped me on the side of the road. That happened. The next one, 
we have two types of these glue stick. Those are also very sticky, but some people, when they are doing crafts, they like to use a glue stick. And in the picture, there is a glue stick inside that glue gun. So that is called a glue gun. And inside there are glue sticks, but those glue sticks can be really hot. So probably not the best for children. That is usually a glue stick that a child will use so they don't burn their hands. And I took that picture inside my classroom. Some people will use a glue stick with a glue gun to do crafts. Glue guns can get pretty hot. Most children will use glue guns like this. Sorry, glue sticks like this. And in that picture, you see the word washable, washable school glue, washable. That means it will not stain your clothes. A washable glue stick means it will not stain your clothes. That is a picture of cotton candy and it is very sticky. You might get cotton candy at a fair. You might get cotton candy at a circus. And I do have this for you. Cotton candy is called candy floss in the UK. Let me say that again. Cotton candy is called candy floss in the UK. So in the United States, I think in Canada, you will hear this stuff called cotton candy. And here's my problem. I love cotton candy. Love cotton candy. But I cannot eat cotton candy without getting it all over my hands. Cotton candy also comes on a stick sometimes. The cotton candy in that picture does come on a stick. But as I'm eating cotton candy, I don't know why, but my hands will become sticky by the end. I guess I'm not a very neat eater. My question to you in the chat, please let us know. Do you like cotton candy? I love it. I don't get to have it often. You need a special machine to make it. So I usually only get it when I go to the fair. The next sticky thing would be tar. You might also hear it called asphalt. And I do have a sentence for you right here. Many American roads are topped with tar or asphalt. It makes for a much smoother ride. So those people are topping the road with tar. Topping the road with tar. You will also hear it called asphalt. Tar and asphalt are pretty much the same thing. If this lesson is helping your English improve, don't forget to tap that like button and share it with a friend who's learning English. Please share it with a friend who is learning English. They will love you forever. How about this? I think this was mentioned already. Maple syrup. Maple syrup. I love to cover my pancakes in real maple syrup. If the maple syrup comes in a glass bottle, it's probably real maple syrup. In the picture, you can see 
real maple syrup comes from a tree called a maple tree. Maple syrup is produced in my state. We have some of the best maple syrup in the world. Canada, where Bob the Canadian is from, definitely has great maple syrup. Vermont, that's the state I was born in. They are also known for great maple syrup, but it can be sticky. The rest of my family, they like the fake maple syrup. We might call it imitation maple syrup. I like the real stuff. Sticky notes. Sticky notes. We actually have two names for these in English. Those are called sticky notes or post-it notes in English. In the United States, at least, you will often hear those things called post-it notes. It's a company, post-it, that makes those notes. And for some reason, just like Band-Aid, we call them by the name brand. Sticky notes, post-it notes. Sticky situation. A sticky situation describes a situation that is embarrassing. Let's talk about a couple things that might be sticky. How about this? Accidentally spoiling a surprise party. You might get yourself into a sticky situation if you accidentally spoil a surprise party. A surprise party in English is what it sounds like. If somebody is having a birthday and they are going to have a party, maybe my wife today, I don't think she is. Hope not. I don't like surprise parties. But what if Jamie, my wife, wanted to celebrate my birthday with a party, a surprise party, and she doesn't tell me people are coming over. They want to surprise me. That happened for my 40th birthday party. I had a surprise party. One of my good friends from Rhode Island drove about five hours for the party. But what if somebody told me during the week, oh, hey, I'm going to be at your party on Saturday. What? I'm not having a party. Ooh, yeah. Never mind. Wait, what, what party are you talking about? Your wife is throwing you a surprise party. That would be a sticky situation. That would be a sticky situation. Spoiling a surprise party. How about this? Has this ever happened to you? Maybe you have plans with other friends, but one friend asks you, hey, do you want to go out tonight? And you say, no, I'm kind of tired. I'm just going to stay in. But then you go out with other friends and then you see that person out somewhere. That could be embarrassing. That could be a sticky situation. Telling a friend that you just want to stay in for the night, but you lied and see them out at a restaurant. That would be a sticky situation. That would be hard to explain. Embarrassing situations can also be called sticky situations. Now we're going to get into a couple English phrasal verbs that use stick or the past tense stuck. Now in that picture, you can see this woman has a swab stuck up her nose. So literally 
something can be stuck up your nose. And it looks like that woman has a swab stuck up her nose. You might hear of a stick up when people are being robbed. You might have to stick up your hands. Maybe you are at a bank and somebody comes in and robs the bank. They might say, hey, this is a stick up. Stick up your hands. It's literally, you are sticking up your hands, but people are robbing the bank. If you go to a large American city and you're walking around in the wrong part of town, you might get stuck up. Somebody might take your money. If someone is stuck up, they think they are better than everyone else. This is hard to explain in English, but because we also use the term look down on people. Maybe some celebrities are stuck up. Maybe they, because they are famous, they think they are better than everybody else. If someone is stuck up, they might be rude and not want to talk to you. Stick around or hang around. Both can be used interchangeably. Let's talk about what stick around is. If you stick around, you stay in a place when you don't have to. So after work, you might stick around, maybe talk with some of your coworkers, maybe at a party, everybody is going home, but you might stick around to help clean up, stick around, hang around. You may stick around after work to talk with your coworkers. Maybe you have stuck around this lesson the whole time.